BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, I'm Iskra. And I'm Philip. And, and this, this is Couplish, where every Friday we show up to check in as a couple navigate uncomfortable conversations around race, relationships, parenting, and answer your burning questions. And we'll also share our pretty funny and very real dating stories with each other. Add some extra special guests. Let's hope they know what they're in for. With a few fun couple challenges and some tips and tricks that keep us so loved up on each other, our friends call us corny. Yeah, we're going to make crushing as a couple cool again and checking in as a couple a weekly thing. So see you every Friday. You won't want to miss it. Welcome back to my weekly podcast, Taste of Taylor. I'm Taylor. Today, I am so excited. BravoCon was this past weekend. Was I there? No. I had COVID. Yes. Was it the reason I wasn't there? No, it was not. I wasn't there because nobody asked me to be a panelist, which am I bitter about? Absolutely. So ladies and ladies, it's time for the BravoCon recap <laughs> with Darren Carp. I'm so excited. <laughs> I, I, a lot of Hey Girl Hayes this weekend, by the way. Strack. Tell me, I, tell, I me tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me. I want to say that right off the top. So many Hey Girl Hey listeners. Like, I'd be on this digital stage in the middle interviewing a lot of people. There were a lot of um, cut-ins and cut-outs for BravoTV.com. And people just be like, Hey Girl Hey. Oh, that and makes so me so of, happy. BravoCon was like... I mean, I don't even know where to start. Anything that maybe we wouldn't know unless we were there. I will say there is virtually nothing that happened there that the public doesn't know about. Because damn, it's not just people on Bravo. It's not like the public overhears something, even though someone overheard what Tamara's saying, like, fuck off Jill Zarin or something or about Ramona. Ramona, like, fuck off Ramona, like, she's a worthless piece of shit or something, which <laughs> happens. Normal people spread these rumors, but it's mostly within their cast that spread it. So, like, you've heard it all because the tea was literally piping hot. I mean, photo shoots. It was like, uh, we should have filmed it, like, genuinely should have filmed it. Uh, all the conversations I had backstage, you know, like, even sometimes I'd be like, Danielle, even something as simple as Summer House, I'd be like, Danielle, what's going on with you and Lindsay? Like, are you guys okay? Like. 
Are you guys ever going to get back to that? And she can actually like talk to me. And you're talking about someone that's playing on camera. Well, it's- there were just so many fucking simultaneous feuds going on too. But then it was like, okay, so like how was, and I, and I could just ask Katie myself and I'll see her in LA in a couple of weeks. But like, I just want to know like, how was Katie and Schwartz and Raquel? Okay, so I interviewed Katie and I had to do a spot with Tom Schwartz. So I saw them separately. Both seem to have like such a good attitude. You know, I'd be like, Katie, you're single. Like any Bravo Leopard, like you want to hook up with? Like we, we were openly talking about it. She seemed to be so cool. You know, I know she's had, I know in Vanderpump, obviously she's going to have kind of a rough season because it's sad because like yeah. you see the dissolution a little bit of her marriage. So I think she felt like really amped up and pumped up being there because everyone was excited to see her. You know, I was asking like her biggest misconception. I felt like she finally got her say in public to the fans directly about this. What did she say? I didn't ask her about Raquel, but uh, she seemed like in really good spirits. You know, she seemed she's good. I've always really really liked her. I talked to Tom Schwartz. You know, I said, listen, I was like, I really liked what you said about your divorce when it first came out, that Loved. Instagram statement. I was like, it was really sweet. And I think that you're a really good example of how divorce doesn't have to be ugly all the time. And I was like, and I appreciate that because I think a lot of people don't get to talk about divorce. Everyone views divorce as like this end all be all most miserable thing. And it doesn't have to be all the time. Sometimes it's just right. a mutual agreement of your marriage not being what you thought it was. And then he, he started to talk to me a little bit about Raquel. And and I love Tom Schwartz. So, like, I don't really have anything me bad too. to say about him. Granted, not a good husband, but great guy. I, no, I love Tom, but I don't like that. I can love Tom and not like that decision. He said, he was like, it was a drunken, stupid mistake. He's like, and there's no excuse for it. He's like, there's literally okay. no chemistry between me and Raquel. He's like, if great. you look at us, he goes, there's no sexual tension. He was like, she's a beautiful girl. Darren, look at her. She's a beautiful girl. And I said, absolutely. Like, he knows I'm into right. women. I was like, absolutely. And he goes, there is no sexual tension between us. He's like, there's that no anything. He goes, it was literally a drunken mistake. And I was like, we all have okay. them. Like, but I, you know, I uh, like that answer. That and it wasn't on camera and it was just between us. And I don't think he would mind me saying it. Cause like, I really do feel like that's a, that was a genuine answer. And I'm sure in the light of day. Yes, but I do think Sheena pushed it and fuck Sheena. Okay. <laughs> I saw Sheena. Uh, I got, to, I don't need to hear about her. Yeah. I'm good. Well, she I'm was on cool my mom's. As good as gold. I was on my mom's split. Um, the page Amanda Kenya um, Candy one was BFF duos, by the way. That was who I was like. Just BFF BF, duos. Yeah, that was who I was like interviewing. That okay. was that panel. Sorry. The, that Sorry I'm go. jumping all around. There's just go, like literally just, so much yeah, to cover. Go. Okay. So it starts on Friday. And for so me, Thursday, but yes. You, so, okay. Uh, it's technically Thursday. Thursday for me, because I had to do a lot of pre-production as we were setting up and filming a lot of spots. Right. But then th- Friday started for the public. So you are there all day long, literally doing back to back to back to back to back interviews. But like, it's not even like, so there's panels, which are like in rooms on stages. Yes. But then, and and like you said, there's like a room there. There's like, you know, take a picture with like Kenya or something. There's photo ops, there's activations and there's a digital stage. But you were on a stage, like your home base was a stage where you like would and it's also like in front of like a live audience with all the lights on that's that's scary it was that and it was also streaming almost basically live to bravotv.com i mean they were live to tape i had i was in three main places the digital stage was one which only really happened for me on saturday and sunday um i had to interview kathy hilton though on friday i was the only how only interview at bravocon i got stop how tell everything she was amazing people were shouting for her i i <laughs> the bullet I would take for Kathy, I die for her. Well, first off, I have to. I, I just fuck Rina. Just fuck Kyle. Well, I think I think fucking Kathy. Rina was booed that day, and like so, people Loves. were just shouting Kathy. Kathy, I have to admit, I had never met her in person before, 
And the first thing she said, she was like, oh, my God, you're beautiful, which obviously was just going to make me love her even more because she was so complimentary, which I also think is really nice because she wasn't she was she was playing back to me, you know, like she was she was she cared about who I was. It wasn't like she was just like, let's get this interview over with, like, fuck you, which some people do. So I thought that was great. Um, She was lovely. I said to her. You know, we couldn't ask everything. We couldn't ask certain things that, you know, Why? we're gonna, Why? because our reunion hadn't aired yet. And because I did, uh, you Got know, it. we have to, there are things that are answered in the reunion and things that go on that I can't spoil beforehand. And that's not. I just wanted to see if, if, if Kathy said she, she wouldn't talk she about She said it. that's that why. she said that she, honestly, she felt like there was two to three horrible days of this last season that were a nightmare. And she said that, and you can see the interview online. She said that. She didn't realize all the shit that was being said about her until she kind of watched some of it back and saw what people were saying behind her back and that she was really disappointed in a lot of people and that she thought they were being bullies and mean. I think we know exactly who she's talking about here Um, because she didn't say the name specifically. You know, somebody would be like, does it rhyme with Shmisa Schmina? You know, like I I would just like ask if, does it rhyme with Shramona Schminger? Like I would just allude to it a little bit. So the audience kind of knew, um, but she handled it really well. But she basically said that only like she realized that someone was trying to tear her family apart and that she had two to three horrible days, but the rest of the season was great. And she didn't realize all the shit that was being really talked about her until she watched it back and could see it like behind the scenes. So, wow, that was one stage that I was at. The second thing that I did with these on air activations, which you were, if you were watching Bravo all weekend long, you got to see me as like Bravo con exclusive news. And I would do these like interstitials for a minute, talking to people, having activations. I did a Lay's activation with Melissa Gorga. I did a bubbly activation with Carl and Amanda. So I was doing all these things. And then the third thing was I did three game show panels, two on Friday, one on Sunday. So that also took each of my time because that w- those were about 45 minutes to an hour a piece. And I did an East Coast, West Coast one with all housewives. And we played a game show. And it was like uh, Emily Simpson, Erica Jane, Lisa Barlow, Shannon Bador and Garcelle versus Quad Webb, Ramona Singer, uh, uh, Adriana Demora, Marlo Hampton, and Eva Marcel. And so it was really fun. Like, just, and that, that, like, the crowd was wild for that. I asked, I did QA at the end, and someone asked if Garcelle and Erica Jane, who's coming out with new music, by the way, if, um, if Beverly Hills were Survivor, who from their cast would they vote off the island? Garcelle said Rena, which I was almost a little surprised about. And uh, Erica Jane said Crystal. <laughs> I heard. Which I was also a little surprised about only because, and I like Crystal, but I sort of like forget about her because she doesn't yeah. cause like a lot of drama. But on the reunion, um, she's having a tough time. Like in the second part, you guys will see, I think she's having kind of a tough time defending her victimhood. And that might be the yeah, wrong way to put it. She needs to let it go. She needs to let it go. In some Lose, things. Like, get rid of the word um, violated. Just let it go. You've lost it. Let yeah. it go. Yes. Oh, it's funny because Crystal says in the second part, she says to Kyle, she's like, didn't you feel violated when someone like, you know, broke into your house? And Kyle's like, horrible analogy. Yeah. They didn't bring me a coat. (laughs) I was just like, no, I was just like, I did think, I do feel like Kyle was giving 
um, her a really hard time about the 14 friends and like wouldn't let her like she was like, but you didn't say it right. It's like, Kyle, chill. But I will say the violation thing. I mean, we all like, misspeak. Let's Crystal, just all you lose it. You're losing it. It's ridiculous. You're ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. So another feud that we were all highly anticipating, like how will they interact with each other is Whitney and Heather gay. And on stage, they admitted that they haven't really been speaking. Right. Uh, I spoke so to So what Whit- we've seen this season on Real House of Salt Lake City is only the tip of the iceberg because that fight looked like a fight that you could recover from easily and they'd be well, fine yeah, because it was after. like drunken in a vacation home you know what i mean it's like it's mm-hmm. like you called me a liar it's like okay like we can get over this like la la yeah. la la uh, i saw whitney and heather both of them separately um uh-huh. whitney i i didn't have time to ask her about it because she was running but i said you know you look good you know you, you're having a good season you know i'm sorry you went through all that but I spoke to Heather outside of Watch What Happens Live when it was just us. And I said, what's the deal? Like, are you and Whitney going to kind of like recover from this? Like, what's going on? And she was like, you know, we're family. You know, we're family at the end of the day. Like, of course, you know, I, I she didn't seem to intimate anything other than like she was positive about it. That she that it was going to re- be the end. That they could no, that they could reconcile that they're family at the end of the day. And so that's positive. That's what I'm saying. She was, she was. Boo! Seating. No, I don't want them to, I don't want them to make up. Why? <laughs> because I. They need to, they need to make up because they're the no. two like. No, I don't. I like Heather on her own. I don't like Heather and Whitney, the Bobsy twins. I like Heather on her own. I actually really like Heather. I mean, Heather's with amazing. With Shaw. I mean. <laughs> but I, she's going jail. I, I, I actually wait, wait. love Heather and Jen Shaw. Oh, Jen Shaw of it all. Jen Shaw of it all. So I read a headline that said that Jen Shaw like to tried to crash, but so she wasn't invited. Is she in prison? What's happening? Okay, her arraignment isn't until like mid December or something like that. Okay. So no, she's not in prison. I don't know the whole story about this. She was not there. I don't think she was. Was she invited. not invited? I think with all of it going on, I'm not confident that coming to BravoCon when you're like on trial right now for defrauding a bunch of old people is like really the best thing. Um, I don't know <laughs> the I'm way not, you said it, like just hitting you with a daily dose of truth. Like it doesn't, <laughs> I'm not, this is why Bravo is sort of like art imitating life, imitating art. It's, right. it's like, it's, it, it's so meta. Cause like, that's what I was saying, like Bravo con, like I was in an episode of housewives, like we're going to get to the J- Jennifer Aiden of it all. But like before it all came out, I was actually one of the first people to know because I interviewed Dolores the next morning. You know, I if this wasn't already public knowledge, I would never say that she did this because I'm not about to break like Dolores's trust. I think she's amazing. Uh, but she did mention that there was like a scuffle in the Gansevoort and that Jennifer Aiden like threw a drink at Joe Gorga, who was also drunk, also rowdy. You know, the house husbands of New Jersey. I got to interview all of them, of course. And they're fucking rambunctious. Like, they're their own cast to begin with. And it's actually kind of amazing that all these women who have, like, really deep, horrible fights with each other. Because Louie's not really in that group. But deep, horrible fights right. with each other. Their husbands just get along, like, so well. Like, everyone really likes Bill Aiden, for the most part, you know. But obviously, Joe Gorga hates his wife, you know. And I'm right. sure, like, Evan's got his opinion of her, too. Uh, and... Joe Benigno, of course. But yeah, so she throws a drink at the Gansevoort and apparently it get like even the security guards can't contain it that like Frank Catania had to come in and put Jennifer Aiden in the uh, 
um, elevator. Now, Jennifer Aiden came out on social media about this and said that she has like footage to prove and these receipts showing that Joe Gorga and Melissa Gorga, Melissa was standing behind Joe, you know, were taunting her, calling her a loser or, you know, saying, I think, and the way Dolores put this, I think is really succinct and actually pretty rational. Like they both know each other's triggers so well. You know, Melissa's is you're only on the show because of your sister. Right. You know, which is a huge trigger. And I think something Jennifer tries to like pry wide open because she's really good friends with Teresa. Right. You know, Jennifer Aiden's, you know, whole thing is about her husband cheating, like her her being the biggest liar, like, you, you know, like no one really cares about her. So they both know how to pull on each other. Right. And they pulled it on a night that they were drinking. And so, like, that happened. It's interesting about the Jersey drama because Jersey is fucking real because it's family. Real. Like, it's real. Like, Melissa and Joe were not at Teresa's wedding. That wasn't, like, for show. So how, like, so I read headlines that said that I they never were saw them in the same room. being separated. People I don't, noticed. I don't Can you know confirm how, or deny, Darren? All I say is the evidence doesn't show intent, but it does show that they were they weren't together. But it, I don't know how much of an intent that was because, like, at the same time, I mean, okay, granted, we didn't do a Jersey panel, and part of that also is the season hasn't aired yet, and so we don't want right. people giving spoilers of what's going to happen in right. the season. So, like, right. there's also that, you know, there's also the mystery of it. When I was interviewing Melissa at the Lay's Lounge, um, and I saw Leah McSweeney and Captain Sandy. I, and Candace, I was interviewing Melissa. Teresa was not in there. But then when we wrapped and I was leaving, Teresa was about to go in. I don't know if that means Melissa left at that point. I don't know. I never saw them in the same room. Teresa, I only saw doing photo ops with Louie. Not to say that she didn't do photo ops with someone else, but not that I saw. You know, because it was huge. I mean, it's a huge convention center. And when you're doing your thing, you can't see everything that's going on. You know, like... Right. Um, but yeah, I never saw them in the same room and I certainly didn't see them in the same like picture. Who did you sense the most tension between in terms of everybody at BravoCon? Any show? That's a good question. Also, um, Vicky's like fighting with fucking everybody. So like this People article that was like all these feuds people are going in with, it was like Vicky and so-and-so, Vicky and this one, Vicky and that one. Like Vicky just runs her fucking mouth on Twitter Let's keep and her everybody. We'll keep her in the headlines. Yeah. And then like much like Brenna, right? There's just disaster on Twitter. I felt the most with Beverly Hills. Okay. Um, and I think that's I probably would have felt it with Jersey had the season been airing. The season right. hasn't aired for the public. So like even though we've been talking about all this stuff, it's hard when they're not on air to really feel right. that tension. Whereas Beverly Hills is like in so the height of it's everything. It's a strategic storyline decision not to be like interacting the Jersey girls so much because this show's not on air right now. It's not I think that, that's right. I think that's yeah. right. Whereas I mean, Beth Hills is currently airing. We're in their reunion. And, and so it's that, like, let it rip. And let that it had the biggest, rip. you know, there's 5,000 people trying to get in a 3,000 seated place for that panel when Rinna's getting booed twice. And wait, can we talk about the booing of it all? Please. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think it's kind of surprising because I think people read like I heard some videos and I like couldn't it sounded like cheering and booing. It didn't really sound like a boo, but if I could tell I could tell by what people were posting that she was getting booed. No, she got actively booed and she gave the middle finger to the audience as she was going up, which was Do you think she was like ha ha upset or do you think it actually kind of because I read a headline that said that like she says she only has herself. So uh, Lisa Rinna says I'm my own worst enemy after being booed at BravoCon. She is. I mean, and I think you see a little bit of that in the, you know, she knows she's a disaster on Twitter. When I saw her before any of these panels, I came up to her and I said, I'm really happy you're here. 
I, I, I'm really happy because, you know, she only came like she only decided to come, you know, three well, days what's before. Up with Bravo. That? I don't know how much tea you can give us in regard to this, but like I noticed as a Bravo fan that Rinna was the only when you guys first announced when the dates were, who was coming. She was the only Beth Hills housewife that wasn't coming. I thought, interesting, is Rinna getting fired? Right. Then I watched the season. I was like, oh, you about to lose your job, bitch. That is so why you're not invited. And then out of the blue, it was like, Lisa Rinna's coming. And then I'm like, now I'm fucking lost. Yeah. Well, when I went up to her and I said, I'm so happy you're here. And I don't know how much I can really give away of like why she wasn't in this and that. But I said, I'm so happy you're here. She said it was the right thing to do. And, okay. and I said, I said, yeah, I think the fans want to hear from you. And she said it was the right thing to do. And I said, OK, great. Um, you know, I think there I think it was a mutual kind of thing on both sides. Bravo and Lisa couldn't come to you're still under contract. It's not like they're necessarily obligated to come. So there has to be a negotiation there to do this entire thing. You know, I wasn't doing BravoCon for free either. You know, like I got paid right. to do it. It's a huge event. It's a lot of work. Um, I would say it's arguably a little bit harder for me than maybe Lisa Rinna because these women just get to be themselves and I have to right. like, be on 100%. But No, it's um, exhausting. It's exhausting. I think that even at Watch It Happens Live where she did get booed a little bit too or people would start shouting Kathy. I mean, Lisa Rinna is still a person. You know, I, 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 right. I, 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 she, of course it hurt her. I think she did a pretty good job of keeping it together. But like, who wants to be? There are some people, yes, that I think that they get their kicks out of being booed. I don't think she's not not that person, but I don't think she's that person exactly. I think who do you think that person would be? Who would actually like like it? Who would actually like getting a real fucking sociopath? I mean, to some extent, I could see Erica Jane liking it. I gotta say, (laughs) because she doesn't do herself any favors, and neither does Rinna on her social media. But but I think Rinna actually cares more. Like literally, Erica Jane gets off on it. I dare you yeah. to hate me, please. I dare you. I'm gonna like she's like she poses on Instagram and like, like I literally see taunts Stout people liking that too to totally. some extent. Any hey, attention's good attention with Danielle. She wasn't or there, was Kelly she? Dodd? No, no. How did you guys decide which formers to bring back and which like formers to not bring back? Because there was like did did they have to have well, some the- sort of tethering to current programming? Um, not necessarily. The one I missed the most, and I was so happy she was back. And, you know, she came up to me and she goes, I've watched you grow up on air since we've met. Like, it's so nice to see you. You've been such a good job as Caroline Manzo. I knew you were going to say that. Literally just the nicest. I mean, talk about like the matriarch of Bravo. She's like a real fucking mom. And like Chris and Albie are like normal guys. Like they really are. Like they're just goofballs. It's a little bit like Dolores, like Frankie Jr. is just like, a normal fucking person. And there's something about Jersey. And I don't know if it's because I'm from Jersey. Caroline Manzo, I just missed her so much. I mean, some of the formers obviously have ties to the shows that are on air, you know, uh, Legacy yes. Casts and yes. uh, Ex-Wives Club. Uh, yes. But some of them know. And I think it's just like public interest and who people want to see, who people are kind of still talking about. And, you know, Caroline was certainly that. I mean, she got so many cheers. It was like ridiculous. Um, who was the most loved Bravo Liberty and who was the most despised Bravo Liberty? Like that Rin- you could just like feel in the air. I mean, Rinna was definitely the most despised, I would say, out of all of them that I could really feel outside of maybe. I didn't see too much of, I mean, I will say the Southern Charm and so- Summer House people got mobbed. Like they got mobbed, mobbed. but they all have their great own. Shows. You know, great shows, but they all have their own, you know. I got something to say about that too. That tea- Catherine Dennis spilled some tea when I was interviewing her too. What? Um, uh, but hold on, most loved. I mean, 
God. Sounds I mean, like Kathy. I, I mean, like, Kathy was really, but she wasn't really, she was only there once. She only gave one interview and she had like one photo well, op and that was she's it. smart. Leave them wanting more. Yeah. I mean, you know, listen, all of the, I, I think all of the housewives like in their own way are like completely loved. Like Marlo gets love. You know, there's so many Atlanta, Marlo. yeah, Candy, even Kenya, you know. Um, what felt like the Dolores. most popular franchise of housewives? Given like the crowds and the interest. At this point right now, it was Beverly Hills, but that's just Not because surprised. we're in the heat. The right. headline making shit right now is that. Like it would have been Jersey had Jersey also been on air at this point. What was like a show that like was like sneaky, like kind of like a low key show that like you could tell is like a fan fucking fave or like, I you mean, know. below deck always, like every time you see Captain Lee always gets like one of the biggest cheers. Captain Sandy Hilarious. always is mobbed by people. Like it's so under cover kind of that yeah. because the headlines it generates aren't snarky it's like real headlines you know what i mean like it's right. never like captain lee threw a drink at, and overheard you know captain no. sandy call, like no these people are like real life people you know like they're real captains they have a real job they maintain professionalism but the fandom behind this was just massive it really was we had a below deck bar we had a below deck activation i mean it was great it was really really fun it was really, really fun. The guy that was there, though, that I will say had like a lot of people caring about who he was and people were going nuts for was not a Bravo right. lab. It was Jake from State Farm. <laughs> <laughs> like literally the guy whose real name is Kevin, uh, who's so nice. I did. I had to do a shoot with him. So nice. So cool. People were going wild for him wild he had like security guards all around him it was insane well it that's insane. my other question how accessible were the bravo celebrities to gen pop i mean pretty accessible i mean all things considered it's not like it's andrea lopez who's kind of like walking freely throughout things but they were i mean chrissy teigen was like to some extent walking a little freely i mean that's what it looked had, like chrissy teigen had, was in gen pop yeah she was in gen pop they all had bodyguards you know when andy would walk through or someone walked through but the people who were on our bravo bazaar who were selling merch like Paige and Craig yeah. were selling pillows together. Right. Like, you know, so they're in Gen Pop. You can take pictures. Like, Sandy's taking pictures. Marlo's taking pictures. They're all there. They're not just, like, walking. Like, they're not watching other things. You know right. what I mean? Well, but, the like, thing, though, with Andy, Asia like, sat behind me for the below deck panel. Really? In the audience. Yeah. Well, I can imagine, like, with Andy, it's like, he's got places to go. He's on a yeah. tight-ass schedule. So he's, like, walking through the floor. He's not standing on the floor. He's walking through the floor. But like right. that thing is like Chrissy Teigen, is she just like dicking around on the floor buying pillows from, you know, fucking Craig and taking a picture? I mean, I, th I, think, I think so. Like I, I, I genuinely like think so. Or is like backstage being a star? That's what I want to know. I think it's a mixture of both. I only saw her and met her at Watch What Happens Live because her friend is, is her, my friend is her agent. Um, where she was sitting with like other Bravo execs. So she was like a little bit out of the mix there, but everything I saw on her Instagram kind of seemed like she was like around other things. I mean, there was a lot to do. It's in Javits. Like you don't realize how big Javits is, but it's fucking massive. If you've never been there, we had three huge stations. We had Bravo land. We had tons of bars. Like, yeah. Who was the most the fun place. to interview for you? Okay, well, Catherine Dennis said, when I was asking about gossip, said that, um, and right before I had interviewed Olivia and Taylor, Chef's okay. ex and Austin's ex. Yeah, yeah. And I was I'm like, I'm in. I'm into I, Southern Charm, yes. I literally said, I was like, some would say you ladies eat the douches of Bravo. I wouldn't say that, but some might. And so they were like kind of laughing, but you could tell we're like a little embarrassed. 
I didn't realize this. But then like 30 minutes later, I'm interviewing um, like the queens of drama. So I had like Ashley Darby, Katie Maloney, um, and uh, and Catherine Dennis and a couple other women who were like, oh, Kat- Karen Huger. Amazing. Um, I'm now into Potomac. So uh, I, I know, I know. Love. Potomac's my favorite. Potomac's my favorite one. It's fucking great. And uh, Catherine Dennis was like, I said, like, give me the goss. Like what's going on? You know, who's hooking up? She was like, well, Taylor hooked up with Shep last night and Olivia hooked up with Austin last night. No! And literally 30 minutes before I had been like, some say you dated the douches <laughs> of Bravo. So now I'm like, well, no wonder they were embarrassed about all this shit. Like, oh. no wonder I totally put my foot in my mouth without really realizing it. And I'm sure that they were kind of Okay, Catherine nervous. gave the best tea. Who was the most fun? God, I mean, I always loved Dolores Catania. Like, oh, she's, she's always going to just be... I just she's the love best. her. She's I the best human being ever. I feel confident around her. Everyone was fantastic, but just like, I love her. And, and any Shaw of Sunset, like Gigi, MJ, oh. and Reza, especially because I date an Iranian woman, like, yes. I'm like their family. Like, it, it, I feel so comfortable around them. I love that MJ. It, that's part of the fun for me. It's just like, it's like I'm talking to my friends. Right. And I really, really love that. I mean, Dolores is beyond, beyond great. This episode of Taste of Taylor is brought to you by Newly. I was at a wedding a couple weeks ago, like with all my wife's friends, every single gal, and they are fashion girlies. We're talking about Newly. Swear to God, like I know about Newly, but like apparently all the cool kitty cats, they know about Newly too. So now is the time, my friend, to join. In case you don't know, I'll let me just explain. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service, and for just eighty-eight, yeah, dollars a month, you get your choice of any six styles every month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on, and they've got everything from going out looks, wedding attire, premium denim. I love that because I feel like I fluctuate so much with my pant size that I don't really want to buy expensive jeans, but like I want to look good in my jeans. Also, you get access to thousands of styles from more than 300 brands. Newly stocked styles in a range of sizes from petite to plus sizes up to 5X and maternity. And they carry labels, honey. Free people. I love a free people moment. Anthropology. Farm Rio loves it. And ah, she squeals. Selkie, my fave. Plus, it's fast, free shipping and returns and professional cleaning in newly state-of-the-art laundry facility, which means no laundry for you to worry about. They have the option to buy what you love at a discount. So sometimes you like borrow a piece, you fall in love with it, you want it, it's yours. And sometimes you get it up to 70% off. A lot of times when I'm shopping, I feel that like fast fashion ick. But with Newly, you don't have to feel that. You let Newly worry about where it gets stored, when the season change in a few months. It's like your dream closet completely unlocked. Also, I love that it's flexible. There are no fees, no late fees, damage fees, no fees to pause or to cancel. And it's like no big deal if, I don't know, you like lose a button or spill something. They're like, don't worry about it. And if you just need to take a break, that's all good too. Listen, our lives need to flex and Newly totally gets that. Girl, if you don't sign up, it's seriously your loss. Me and all my friends, we are newly girlies. You should be too. And newly is already a great value at $88 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of newly when you sign up with my code 
Taylor 20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com. That's newly with two U's and enter code T-A-Y-L-O-R-2-0 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. Again, that's N-U-U-L-Y.com. Newly with two U's with code Taylor 20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. And now back to the podcast. Um, you know um, who I also secretly love is Leva from Southern Charm. I really who, like Leva. Who has a new show, Southern Hosp- Hospitality, coming out on Bravo. But like, she's Shut also up. Persian. She's yep. also Persian. I really like Leva. I will say Leva sometimes starts a little, like she did something this season where she told Naomi that Craig like said she was a psycho ex-girlfriend. And to, in his defense, he didn't say psycho. He said she's my crazy ex. But he was like, be, he was saying it circumstantially. Like, why is she outside talking to Paige? She's being a crazy ex-girlfriend. He wasn't like, right. Naomi is a psycho hose beast. So I felt like Leva kind of like poured a little too much gasoline on that fire. She's a little bit of a shit stir, but like, I appreciate her. And I like her yeah, outfit. Yeah, and also like, you're on a reality show. She's gorgeous. It's funny because I introduced her to my girlfriend and I forgot that she was like, she was Persian. And so she went up to Nadine and she was just like, are you Iranian? And I was like, can we say that? Like, or like, what if, you know? And of course they like recognized each other and like had this old culture talk, but she was so great. I mean, talk about like a real female powerhouse as like an entrepreneur yep. who's got her own bit. Who, you know, she's married. She's got a son. She's got her own business. Like, you know, I mean, and I, I will say I, I did this whole family game with the Manzos, Catania's, the Burrises, and Shep and Marcy. And Shep knows how to take a joke about himself, I will say. Like, Shep came up to me. He's like, Darren, so good to see you. And, like, on stage, like, we would joke. And I'd be like, Jesus Christ, Sheppy. Like, get your shit together. Like, you're 40, like Shep more, 40 plus. At least like, if he, can he laugh does at take himself. a joke. He can. Like, as dickish as he is, I give him credit to some extent. Craig is like this with me, too, because I've made fun of Craig before. I'm like, yeah. Craig, like, dude, come on. Like, Schwartz turned 40 at BravoCon. And I was like, I cannot believe you're 40, Schwartz. Like, I cannot believe you're 40. It's crazy. Wait, I will say these guys do have a good sense of humor about themselves. They do. Who? So they, their examples of good sense of humor. Who maybe takes themselves a little bit too seriously? You're not going to necessarily tease them. Your favorite thing to do. Who are you like, I won't tease this person. I mean, Ramona, but like I have like the best part about Ramona and I can tease her is that so she's on my game show panel, East vs. West. And the day before this panel, which was like on Thursday, she calls me. I don't pick up because I was recording. She texts me. She's like, please call me. So I was like, okay, I call her and she was like, hey, how are you doing? And I was like, Ramona, did you miss me? Like, I always tease her, you know, she's like, oh, I love you. You're feisty. You're so feisty. She's like, she's like, so what's this game we're doing? I was like, it's East Coast, West Coast. I'm just going to ask you a couple like, you know, housewives questions and like see who comes up with it faster. And she was like, well, can you give me hints? Like, what should I look up? And I was like, no, you can't cheat. I was like, I'm not letting you cheat. What are you doing? And she was like, well, I don't watch TV. And I was like, Ramona, just be yourself. Just be fun. It's fine. And she was like, well, you can't help me out with any answers. Nothing to look up beforehand. And I go, no, it's a game show at BravoCon. Like, you can't cheat, you know? And to some extent, that's Ramona, you know? Right. Like, and you can make fun of her. But like, it just goes to show that she cares about a little bit of how she comes across, which I give her credit for. Which is and, wild, given the shit that comes out of her mouth. Uh, which is also true. And, you know, I think she definitely takes herself very seriously in that regard. Uh, you know, everyone else, though, especially when you see them in person, and I think they see what fans really stick to them for, because some, to some extent, I think the fans kind of create the image yeah. of that Bravo lab that they're trying to kind of live up to Absolutely. and represent. You're, you do your thing and you don't really know your brand until your audience tells you your brand. It's an unbelievable right. thing. I remember forever people were like, what's your brand? What's your brand? I'm like, I don't 
no, narcissist, right. talk about myself, don't know anything, moron. And then oh, I, all after, the above. yeah, after years and years and years, <laughs> like yeah. every time I get like back in the day fan mail or like meet and greets and I like take pictures of people or, you know, now DM social media, the common thing, I mean, I get, I get lots of shit, but the common positive thing I get is that you're my best friend that I've never met. And right. I'm like, that's my brand. And it actually, right. it works. It's accurate. And, 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 and brands really project what they want to see on you, which is why I think sometimes the meanest housewives are always the ones that are like the strongest, you know, because right. they're, they're mean in the right way. I think fans really pick up on inauthenticity more yes. than anything else, which is why I think Rinna's getting a lot more shit than Kathy Hilton right now. Yeah, Rin, because it Rin felt is, so Rin inauthentic is, of her dramaticism. Rinna is running a play. And now, now I feel like we all can see so, looking back like, oh, Rinna. Wait a second. Right. You're running right. game. Like, and nobody, like, I hate nothing more than somebody who thinks they're smarter than everybody, right? And they can pull the wool over and trick us. And so I feel like we kind of now to go back and rewatch Rinna's seasons with Lisa Vanderpump, with Denise Richards, I think we might see it from a different perspective. She had us fooled for a long time. Good on you, Rinna. But no longer. Your yeah. reign shall be done. But, but um, that's. But that's the thing. I don't even think it's like, and granted, she's a disaster on social media. We could argue that she's a bully or mean, but like, right. I think what fans actually pick up on is the inauthenticness, yeah. and inauthenticity of it all. Um, so like all the, of them, when you meet them ooh, in person, you're so, you're so angry. Like, yeah, like, ooh, stop, you know, you're it's not like, on the set of a soap opera right now. Okay. I mean, right, you kind of are housewives, like, but whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. Like when you see all these people in person, like they're great. Like, I love Ashley Darby so much. I always flirt with Ashley Darby just because she's so, like, she's just fabulous. She and Luke were kind of. No, I can't even hear it. I can't okay. even hear it. I love it. I, Ashley's my age. Okay. So I appreciate it. She's like. I just started watching. Like, listen, I want Ashley to sow her wild oats. She's finally done with Michael Darby. Get out of here. Guys, I recently started watching Potomac. I am such a fan. I have been telling you to watch Potomac. I know. And you and Chris Burns. I know. I am addicted i binge season five i'm in season six which is I the have best to... season of housewives in my opinion of all time season six or five five fucking gold when ashley darby is in the bathroom and this enti that entire scuffle the terrible fight that happened with between monique and candace breaks out and she comes out of the bathroom <laughs> pregnant she goes what i miss it was like the best scene i've ever seen it rivals homeless but to like um Homeless, homeless not. <laughs> oh my god! You can't no. get the name right of that thing. That's you really wild, can't. But like, we'll start deep diving Potomac because now I'm fucking full on it. Yeah, I'm that, obsessed. Okay, good. Because, but I will say that like I want Ashley to like be free because now she's rid of gross Michael. But it ain't Luke. No, Ashley, please, God, I mean, no. no. I mean, like Ashley, you know. And it's funny because I talked to Luke about. It. Luke was like, "Well, I'm 38 and she's 34," and I was like, <sighs> "Luke." Yeah, it's like she is like a couple of kids and kind of even more mature than way you know, more mature. You know? Speaking of, though, I saw a headline about Real Houses of Potomac star Monique Samuels. There's a rumor that her and Big Boy, which is what Giselle called her husband, and I don't think she liked it. So I don't know if that's his nickname, but her husband, they're estranged. And Chris. like there are rumors of them going towards a divorce. Well, I obviously hope not. I actually, you know, despite the whole thing that happened with Monique that eventually led her to not coming back, I actually really like her. So I think I we do. need to do a separate conversation about like a debate like like Candace v. Monique and we season should, five. And I will say Candace is my girl. Like Candace I love is always, Candace. 
Candace has always been my girl. Like I, I, I you know, I, I think Candace can be also a disaster on Twitter. Absolutely. You know, she's a she's nightmare a di- on social she's media. A, she's a nightmare with her insults sometimes, where she just like cuts, like. Like, no. you know, when Reza she's a, and she's Shaz, a, she could be abusive at times. I really, but I fucking, I can't help but love Candace. I cannot help it. Well, because that's who she really is. Did you watch Shaz of Sunset? Like, did you see when Reza made, was teasing him, not teasing, sorry, yelling at MJ about her abortions and like said all the terrible stuff no, about her? Oh, I felt Oh, off. yeah, yeah, yeah. And this, uh, this, this, this was like, this was the last season of Shaw's. Um, Eek, and, that's you know, way he, to he go. regrets it. They've they've gone, you know, he but he he it was a long thing. But anyway, it kind of reminds me of like Candace might go there. Like Candace, yeah. I don't necessarily trust that she wouldn't go too far. Yeah. But I and love the thing her. with Candace is she doesn't necessarily acknowledge how bad she is in social media, which means she doesn't see that there's a problem, which is a problem. But she could deep like she can cut deep. And she I will say deep. the Potomac lady the Potomac ladies, in my opinion as a cast, are the most real and authentic and nicest cast of all time. Um, like, Candace has never been nicer to me. I am obsessed. Or I think Robin so is So Monique gorge. is gone. Wait, did Monique choose to leave or did, was Monique asked to leave because of the physical altercation? I think the physical altercation, like, Bravo doesn't, you know, we don't, they don't, we don't want that, that to happen. Yeah. And you know what? That was really horrible to see. That was really violent. Like, it was bad. That was really, really nasty to see and it she, wasn't listen, good. And Monique was provoked, but, like, it was, she, like, even if she had done 50% of the grabbing she had done, maybe she could have been like, I-, I lost control for a second. But like she had her in a death grip and she was punching the back of her head. I mean, it was bad. Well, and right, then, which is and then right. when they separated her and then she went running out, I was like, you are you about to Insane. lose your job big which time. Which is why when Ashley comes out saying, what did I miss? It's like, you can't write that, you know? And it, it's like so genuine and so sweet. So yes, Honestly, people like it took me a while to get Taylor into Below Deck Med and it took me a while to get her into Potomac. But here she is, a convert now. I am. Knowing she was wrong after all these years. Don't be the Strecker. Like, be me and Chris Burns. I am so sad. I I will say for all the bravado, I am really in my heart of hearts. I have COVID, so I couldn't have gone anyway. And that maybe would have been more devastating to be able to go and not go. But I... Yes, I've been a part of the Bravo sphere for years now. And I guess I kind of feel like I don't really know my space. Like if I'm not doing a panel, am I just going to be floating around gem pop? But honestly, like I was wrong. Being involved in any capacity is the way to go. Look at Christy Teigen. I can't think of a better example. And like I need to get the fuck over myself. I will be definitely going to other Bravo cons in the future. Um, I had major FOMO. And like, yeah, am I friends? Do I have the privilege and luxury of being, like, friends with some of these Bravo celebrities? Yes. Do I have the distinct honor and privilege of being in weird fights with Bravo celebrities? Yes. I actually yes. do. How right. amazing. And at the end of the day. You would have loved that. You would, you would have I had would a headline. Up, been like, at my core, and I, it's this, like, yeah. talking about it has kind of reawakened this to me. At my core, I'm a Bravo fucking fan. And I think actually Absolutely. right now in present day, I am a bigger Bravo fan than maybe I've ever been. I literally watch every single show on the platform. I have fallen off here and there with different shows, but like I I just, I below deck, love fucking all the housewives. Salt Lake City is giving me you know. This is what separates a good Bravo Leb from not are the ones that are the fans that have questions about the other shows. Like Reza and MJ watch everything. So like Ramona, it. why did you do that to that? And like watching another Bravo Leb, like question another Bravo Leb. Yes. It's great. It's just great. Great, it's, great. It's I'm like I I am. I'm an out and proud Bravo fan. And yes. I, I I mean, 
I love every single show that you guys have on right now. And let me end by saying this. Okay. They just announced the cast of Roni. Yes, they did. I was really did. upset when I heard that they had wiped out the OG cast. I was like, what the fuck is this? Legacy. We're going to get to legacy. We'll get to legacy. I feel like this was the fucking smartest move ever. I am obviously selfishly excited because my old friend, Uba, is going to be on the Real Houses of New York City. I am like, Uba's going to be on the tuba. I have been friends. That was so embarrassing for your soul. I have been. Thank you. Uba was on the tube, a dad joke. I have had so many friends that have been on Bravo, but I became friends with them after they were on the shows to have. Well, actually, that's not true. Hannah, I knew before she was on, but I didn't know her for very long. But like, and there's also something about housewife status. There just is. It, it's it's yeah. the creme de la creme. And the fact that like Uba is on this, it's just, I'm just so excited for the world to get to know her because she is so spectacular. She's truly one of the most special people she's I've gorge. ever known in my life. First she's of all, she's gorge. gorgeous. And I know this is so cliche, but she is even more beautiful on the inside than she is on the out- outside. But bitch can fucking throw down if need be. She is like, she's like, she's such a beautiful, good person. She's like, the way she sees the world literally will be inspiring to people. Her story is so amazing. But I'm like she can also, like, she can get in there. It's gonna be so good. And then also, I'm like, Jenna Lyons just very iconic, very private, and just not somebody. I think the fact that Jenna Lyons is joining this cast speaks volumes about where we are with Housewives. It it's only going up from here, people. It's only going up from here. And I will say she did like an Instagram. She was like, you know, after the answer, she was like, thank you for all the, you know, warmth and love about me joining. She's like, I've been reached out to people I haven't heard from in years about this. And I was like, oh, that's just the start. Like the tip of the iceberg. That is the tip, tip, tip of the iceberg. I also have now completely given up hope of ever being a housewife. It's it's done. I'm now fully solidifying myself as fan. I'm I'm done. I'm done. I think I it's give a better up. position to be. I think it's a better <laughs> position to be. I honestly, it's like being an aunt. You don't. Know, you can yeah. have all the fun and zero the responsibility. <laughs> trust, trust and believe. Be the ant. Bless Be and believe. Aunt. Darren, yes. thank you so much for the recap. It was phenomenal. I feel like we covered a you. lot of ground. We did. We did. And, and, and as headlines pop up and questions come out, we'll talk about it, of course. And just a little plug, because, girl, you deserve it. If you don't follow Darren, follow Darren at Carpe Darren on Instagram. Plus, thank you. Tell us all the parties you have. Killer questions and shaken and disturbed. Yes. Okay, amazing. Darren, I love you to bits and pieces. Thank you for joining, Boo Boo. And you guys, thank you so much for tuning in this week. And every single week, do not forget to rate, review, and subscribe. You tip your bartenders. Us podcasters, our only tip we ask for is a rate, a review, and subscribe. So it means the world. You guys mean the world. I love you so much. Goodbye. Until next week. Bye, girl. Bye. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.